SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And welcome to Opposite Picks on this Friday, February 3rd. I am Scott Wetzel sitting in for the next 60 minutes, taking your phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879. You want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet. It is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E, Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me. Go to the website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon and fire up. Away. Ah, what's going on, LLs, loyal listeners? How are you on this uh, Friday the 3rd? Sunny skies. A little chilly here on Long Island, as you would think it would be, since it is uh, February here, but uh, not the uh, the brisk, like, freezing temperatures they were predicting a couple of days ago. Uh, boy, these, these weathermen. Well, what a racket, huh? Well, what a racket. Right? Great. Wrong? Great. Uh, slightly off? No big deal. Slightly on? No big deal. I mean, you, you, you can't go wrong as a weatherman. You just, you know, you wouldn't that be great being a gambler of not being held accountable for your losses and your wrong predictions? Right? Yeah, I, I predict, uh, you know, the the uh, the, the Heat are going to win last night against uh, the Knicks. Eh, yeah, put a thousand bucks on it. All right, Knicks win. All right, I get my money back, right? Yeah, of course you do. Yeah, you're not risking anything. No no harm, no foul, no big deal. Here's your money back, sir. You know? <laughs> I mean, that's how the weathermen are. They, they were predicting, like, freezing, freezing temperatures today. And uh, right now I'm looking outside at sunny skies and, uh, you know, maybe it is a little chilly, but may- maybe like 30 degrees, but not anything where they were close to saying. Eh, it's just amazing. I should have been a weatherman, not a sportscaster. All right. A uh, lot to get to. We got some NBA stuff. We have some uh, NFL no- news and notes uh, to get to as well. Phone calls, 844-843-6879. Uh, many, 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 many uh, reasons on why you can't beat the boys in Vegas, uh, right? Uh, and that's some set of big balls uh, getting hit in the balls. Balling out in Milwaukee, bad push, good push in Dallas. Lucas Herb asking for trouble, car driving the show in Las Vegas. One step on the ladder. How about that? Three down, three to go with our open parlay, and uh, this is why we don't play opposite picks. We'll get to all these stories, push your phone calls, pyramid plays, open parlays, and, of course, opposite picks all coming up on the fastest hour on SportsGrid. Yep, get this asked a thousand times about my opposite picks and how I say I always have a winning record, and I do, uh, except for last year. Uh, shockingly enough, we did not last year with our opposite picks. We're very, 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 very rare. And about That's only like the second time, literally in about 25 years of doing this, that we were not uh, on the winning side of things by going opposite. What can I tell you? I'm a genius picking games. So, but I get asked that all the time. Oh, why don't you just play the opposite of uh, your, what you want, right? And I've explained it to you where, you know, it's hard to do. You know, you, you might be able to do it for a couple of days, but eventually, you know, you start swearing into your thinking that uh, you, you think this is really the opposite, but it's only because you know you're going to bet it and it really is the pick you like and blah, 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 blah. So all those examples. And as I told you on Monday, right, we were all over Chicago State, uh, or excuse me, we were all over the Citadel against Chicago State. Uh, Citadel was laying only two against a team that was one and seventeen, one and seventeen on the road, right? I mean, and, and we got them basically a pick them, right? And what happened? Chicago stayed one, and then on Wednesday, uh, who was it? Wednesday we were betting on uh, some pathetic team that was supposed to win. No, they were in first place against New Mexico State. Stephen F. Austin, right? Where we, we got a first place team against a last place team, literally, and and the last place team was zero and nine in conference play, zero and nine, 
And we got the game, again, basically a pick em. What happens? Eh, New Mexico State wins. All right, so there you go. You don't have to hit me over the head with a rock right three times before I realize it's going to hurt. So last night, I'm looking at the college board, and I'm looking for games like those two where you have a, a really good team against a really bad team, the really bad team's at home, and the game is basically pick them. So there were two games that jumped off the page. Kennesaw State, uh, which I know you're saying, well, what the fudge is that? But uh, it is what it is. Kennesaw State is taking on Bellarmine. All right, Bellarmine's in last place. Kennesaw State is in first place. Kennesaw State's laying three in the uh, Atlantic Sun. They're battling for first place. They're nine and one. And again, Bellarmine is uh, near the bottom at, at five and five. And then overall, they're, they're under 500. Kennesaw State, you know, winning nine in a row. And it's basically pick them, pick them, laying three, laying three with a first place team, right? You got to play them. Second one we saw last night was even worse, slash better, depending how you look at it. Eastern Washington. They're taking on Sacramento State. Eastern Washington is 10-0 in Big Sky play. 10-0. All right. Uh, the team they're facing, Sacramento State, is, uh, albeit 5-4, pretty good, but only 12-10 uh, overall, whereas Eastern Washington is 16-7. Uh, I mean, by far the best team in the conference, right? 11-0. Pick them. Pick them. Land one, maybe. Eastern Washington. All right. We knew what happened with Chicago State. We knew what happened with uh, Stephen F. Austin. We should go the other way, right? We got to bet the uh, the two lousy teams that are at home. Yeah. Uh, Kennesaw State wins by six in overtime, and Eastern Washington wins by double digits. That's why you can't go opposite, because as soon as you go opposite, the real thing that's supposed to happen happens. You can't win. You can't win. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Free telephone number. We will open up the phones today. Didn't get a chance to get to them yesterday, but we will today. 844-843-6879. Again, 844-843-6879. So, yeah. So, yeah, you know, you, you don't play or you play the right teams, but they lose Monday and Wednesday. You don't play them last night and they both win. You know, the problem with it is we could spend a half hour making fun of Chicago State winning a game and we betting against them or uh, uh, New Mexico State winning its first conference game, you know, and, and spending some time and having some fun on that. You know, if we spend 10 minutes, 15 minutes on Eastern Washington beating Sacramento State or Kennesaw State beating uh, Bellarmine for a half hour, uh, you know, my bosses, and, and rightfully so, would call up the show and say, "It's got you're breaking down Kennesaw State Bellarmine. Come on, you know, do you hear the dials flicking here? You know, you, you can't do it, so you don't spend that much time on it. You make note of it, okay? It happened, you know. So you emphasize the losses, classic case of a gambler, and you de-emphasize the wins. So that's why you just, in the end." You go with what you like, you know, you don't worry about bad lines and uh, suckering you in and this, that, and what have you. Now, Kennesaw State did go to overtime, I will say, uh, to win by six, but uh, the other one, but it did win, you know, it did win, and then Eastern Washington won, like I said, by uh, like 20 points. Uh, so in the end, you were two and two if you just stuck to your guns. 
It's amazing. It's amazing how things turn out that way. All right, uh, NBA last night. Uh, a couple things uh, happening. First up, uh, Luca leaves the court for Dallas with a leg injury. No update as of now, but he uh, returned for a couple seconds and then left after he got injured when he was going up for a shot. They were up 27 at the time. Boy, a bad beat, but a good beat. Because here's those uh, NFL officials again uh, putting on NBA uniform officials. The the They have their 27-point lead cut to three with three seconds and change left. And this, you talk about a bad beat being up 27 against a team that's lost, oh, by the way, nine in a row coming in. You, you would think at home that would be as secure as secure could be, right? Uh, Luka goes out, and all of a sudden that 27-point lead is down to three final seconds. Dallas inbounding the ball. You got a chance. You figure with three seconds left, all right, Dallas going to inbound. The world has to foul. So you got a chance to go up five, right? Dallas inbounds the ball, stolen by New Orleans, but then the officials say, no, 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 no. We, we, we have uh, Dallas laying five, so we're going to rule this that uh, he was out of bounds when he touched the ball on the inbounds pass. So instead of uh, New Orleans basketball with three seconds left, at, at you know I don't know if they have a timeout left, but you know chances are that would have been your final score, or they they you know maybe go to overtime. Uh, the officials say Dallas gets to inbound the ball again. They inbound the ball again. They get fouled. Guy hits two free throws, and uh, Dallas wins by five, 111-106 versus 109-106. Turns out to be a push, depending on when and where you did your shopping. For us in the morning, turned out to be a winner. Cha-ching, cha-ching, because we were laying four and a half. And afterwards, the official said, yeah, we, we did blow it. Uh, you know what? Uh, C.J. McCollum, who grabbed the loose ball, uh, but the official said he was out of bounds. Uh, no, that, that wasn't the case. Uh, Brandon Ingram, who tipped the inbounds pass, uh, appeared to uh, tip the inbounds pass while he was inbounds. And the official said no. And that came with 4.9 seconds left. And then they inbounded the ball with three and a half seconds left. They, they let a second and a half run off the clock. And they didn't, uh, you know, put the second and a half back on. Uh, the world's got screwed twice. Twice! Dallas wins by five. Amazing. Uh, Milwaukee, on the other hand, was able to complete its comeback. They were down 21 against the Clippers. Giannis, uh, 54 points, 20 in the fourth quarter. They rally from 21 down. They don't uh, cover the spread, but uh, they do win, which is good for our open parlay because we had the Bucks on the money line. Cha-ching, cha-ching. So uh, the Greek star is really not Greek. 54-20 in the fourth, fourth, uh, third time in his last 11 games, he's had 50 points, at least 50 points anyway. And Kwai... Unexplicably, this is not one but two shots at the end that could have won it for the uh, the Clippers. So, uh, good win for uh, Milwaukee. We were on the air when uh, we saw the uh, the stuff going on in Cleveland with uh, the Memphis Grizz and the uh, 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 Cadavers. Donovan Mitchell basically gets punched in the balls by guard Dylan Brooks of Memphis. You know, they, they were scrambling for a rebound, and Brooks is on the floor for Memphis. And he rolls over, and instead of just rolling over, no big deal, he swings his arm, you know, as his arm is in the air, he swings it backwards as he's rolling over. 
I don't think he knew Mitchell's balls were right in front of him, but I'm pretty sure he knew Mitchell was in back of him, actually. So he swings his arm backward and just cracks it right between the legs. Right between the legs. Oh, So Mitchell then throws the ball at Brooks, and then the, the uh, Donahue ensues. You know, everybody leaves the court. I don't know how many people are going to get ejected uh, or suspended for a game because clearly there were many, many, many players on the court. Um, you know, you want to say they were all on the court from uh, uh, those that were actually playing? I, I kind of doubt that, that nobody left from Memphis because it was in front of the Memphis bench. So they get a flagrant foul. They both get ejected. The uh, Cavs end up winning it. But that was uh, that that was that that's dirty. These two teams don't like each other. Good for the NBA to finally have something. I don't want a guy to get punched in the nuts, but I, you know, it is nice to have a you know next time Memphis plays Cleveland. Uh, I don't know if they play anymore since one's in the West and one's in the East. But you know, that's becoming must see TV. This Grizzlies team, I, I will say, you know, a uh, little feisty with Golden State, a little feisty with Minnesota. They're starting to become the bad guys. You know, the, the I don't know, they're not on the level of the Detroit Pistons, you know, back in the 90s, but they're starting to become that team that everybody hates. So, which is weird for John Morant because he's got an opportunity to be one of the best players in the league and, and someone that everybody loves. And I, I think they're enjoying the villain role rather than, uh, you know, the good guy role. So... Cost them a game last night. They, they were they were down six anyway. Don't know if they were going to win. It was third quarter. You know, maybe plenty of time left. But uh, like I said, this is the second or third time, fourth time now that, uh, that they've been involved in something. Lakers beat the Pacers 112-111. Pacers blow a 12-point fourth quarter lead. Man, in complete control. Love Sacramento tonight playing Indiana. You don't lose a game like that at home if you're Indiana. And then, you know, get all pumped up to play Sacramento the next time out, uh, not even on a Friday night. Uh, they, 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 this is their Super Bowl. You know, you play LeBron, you know, once at home all year. There's certain teams, LeBron, Golden State, you know, you know the, the really good clubs. You play them one time at home, that, that that's something special. That's something big, kind of a litmus test for Indiana. You know, 16-10 at home heading into last night, battling for a playoff spot. You're up double digits. And then you take your foot off the pedal and you lose by one. Ooh, that's a killer. That, that, that is a killer. 112-111. So that's why I really like Sacramento tonight. And Sacramento feasts on these mediocre teams like Indiana. Knicks get a nice win at home. Nearly blow it, but uh, 106-104 is uh, two three-point underdogs. No Jalen Brunson last night. R.J. Barrett in the doghouse. Perhaps no more. Uh, came through 30 points, eight rebounds. And, uh, and the Knicks get a uh, much-needed win. What a Hornets suck. Bulls beat them 114-98. No surprise there, but, man, they are just bad. Just, just absolutely bad. And then uh, had a little, uh, in the end, it worked out. But the Warriors, expecting to play nobody, the line was 12 with the boys in Vegas, surprised many by starting Steph Curry. He did play. Uh, Draymond did not, and uh, Clay Thompson did not. But that line dropped once they realized Steph was going to play. But in the end, Denver wins by 17. 134-117. Joker triple-double, 22, 14, and 16. Amazing. All right, phone calls coming up next, 844-843-6879. Opposite pick, Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
All right, welcome back. It is Ops Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM 159-844-843-6879. Phones. Uh, let us start with, uh, how about Mark in Cincinnati? I do believe he's on the line. Mark, welcome to uh, Opposite Picks on Sports Grid Radio. Hey, Scotty, what's going on? How are you, buddy? Hey, Mark. What's going on, Moose? How are you, bud? I am doing great. So, anyways, so I thought that was exactly what the Cavaliers needed. You know, we know they have talent, but sometimes it just don't bring the fire. So maybe this is going to just uh, wake this sleeping giant up a little bit uh, with that knock in the nuts. So I quite right. enjoyed that. I <laughs> um, haven't seen something like that in a while. But uh, i tell you what I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, Endgame was very profitable last night. I took the Bucks when they were down. I had three bets on them and the Nuggets. Okay? So, and it came back to me with 11-and-a-half unit win. So nice. eleven and a half units. So I woke up this morning. I, I had three bets. I put a two uh, two unit down. That came in at six hundred ninety nine, and then uh, I just did the parlays with uh, the Nuggets and then uh, the Bucks when they were down. And then um, interesting, you know, I like listening to you about your uh, talking about uh, small ball, so to speak. Um, and I thoroughly enjoy following Mac Nation. We got a couple good games tonight. We got uh, we got the Zips and the Flashes playing tonight, so that ought to be uh, very enjoyable. So, what do you like but, in the game? Uh, Who's it was a good night win? last night. You know, I'm betting over. I mean, they're very, very. Comp- you know, if I had to go with my heart, I grew up in Youngstown, Ohio, so I'd have to favor Kent. I do not see a home team advantage because these colleges are only 15 miles apart. You know, the right. schools are, I mean, they're that close. So, you know, they're saying sellout, but I could see it, you know, pretty much being a 50-50 split in the, in, in the stands. I don't see a home uh, home game advantage for either team. And then, that must uh, be pretty wild. Off, you know, I, that, 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 let me just say that, that that must be pretty wild. Like all these schools are all within like an hour's driving distance, right? Whether it's the Michigan schools uh, or the Ohio schools, that that must. Uh, I don't know how much rivalry you know. You always hear that about North Carolina and Duke and Wake Forest and, and NC State, but it's kind of the same thing in the MAC, right? They're all pretty close to each other. Yes. Yeah, there's. And you know what's interesting is that there's a lot of homegrown talent um, being played uh, with these guys as well. So um, a lot of these guys grew up together. Now they're competing together against each other. And the other good game, too, I'm looking forward to is uh, Eastern Michigan coming in to play Ball State tonight, too. So uh, on that game, I'm, I'm expecting Ball State to win, but I'm going to take 11 and a half points with Eastern Michigan, you know, because uh, I, I don't think they're going to – Eastern Michigan's putting up points this year. But uh, I'm definitely yeah, going to take number. the uh, over – yeah, I'm definitely I'm gonna definitely take the over for um, for the flashes and uh, the zips tonight. So that ought to be very, you know, if I would have to take one, I'd probably take Akron just because of the, the home. But I I don't see a home home uh, court advantage in that game. I really don't. Right. But huh. yeah. Right. Anyways, as always, and again, thanks for the call. Some... And uh, yep. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, you got him. You got it, Mark. I appreciate it, bud. Uh, it was going to say is that there's actually some some decent games. You know, not not like nationally ranked teams, uh, but you actually have like four. I, I'm looking at four, I believe, first place games. 
Uh, you, you got Kent State and Akron, both eight and one in the MAC. So uh, that that's uh, you know are they in the same division? Let me see. Kent State's in one, Akron's in uh, the other. So yep. Uh, so that's for first place in, in that part of the division. You got Boise State tonight playing uh, at San Diego State, eight and two Boise, eight and two San Diego State. So uh, first place on the line there in the Mountain West. You have uh, what was the other one there? Uh, oh, Cornell and <clears throat> Princeton uh, in the Ivy League, both five and two. They're squaring off first place in the Ivy League. Uh, that's three. And then there was one more. What was the other one that I saw? Oh, VCU in uh, in, in St. Louis. Uh, both uh, clubs uh, in first place in the Atlantic Ten. Uh, VCU's eight and two, and St. Louis is seven and two. So they're like I said, they're not ranked except for San Diego State. But first place on the line—that's not bad for a Friday night. You know, generally Friday night's pretty dead, but uh, for whatever reason, uh, we have some decent games tonight. So a little something to bet on for uh, in-play sports tonight. Uh, a, a little bit later on. So yeah, I, I, I you you may say it was good for Cleveland, uh, you know, but but I don't know if uh, you know uh, what what's his face is uh, 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 Donovan is, is uh, saying that was good getting hit in the uh, you know what's so but uh, yeah you, you know, we, we we do we we need some kind of rivalry so something something to to kind of get the spark going football wise uh, no line change uh, with the boys in Vegas with the Super Bowl still one and a half fifty and a half. We'll go over some of the props, uh, you know, uh, maybe later on tonight with, with the stuff that we have. We have a little bit more time at night to get into that. Uh, but I will tell you a couple of football stories. One, uh, Travis Kelsey. I don't know. Well, you know, it used to be that the wide receiver was the bird brain. Now it's turning into the the, the tight end. So he's doing a podcast yesterday, and he's uh, telling fans he has one request. He says, uh, "Leave the uh, iconic Rocky Balboa statue alone. That's in Philadelphia." You know, he thinks, I guess, there's a ton of Kansas City Chef fans in Philadelphia and uh, members from San Francisco, 49er fans, apparently, uh, you know, put uh, vandalized the statue and then look what happened to them. And there's been a couple of other incidents. No big deal, right? So he goes on his podcast, you know, oh, please, Kansas City fans, don't touch the uh, the Rocky Memorial, okay? You know, no, no, don't do that. And, and definitely, then, then he adds, he's got the audacity, don't, no, definitely don't put an 87 jersey on there. Don't do that either. He wears number 87, right? So you, you talk about asking for trouble and asking for something, you know, and there's ways to ask for things. You could just come out and say, go ahead and do it, or you can, you know, you know, kind of mock it, I guess, and and pretend that you don't want them to uh, touch uh, the, the Balboa statue. I, I think he would love nothing more, nothing more than actually have his jersey put on that statue. Why not, right? I mean, you, you really think that's going to have any effect on the football game, for goodness sakes? Uh, I, I, I kind of doubt it. In fact, I know it won't, as, as a matter of fact. So, oh, no, so please, please, please don't put, uh, you know, my jersey on there. Joke. I'll throw you an Ops of Picks jersey. You want to put one on there? Go ahead. I'll send it out to you. If you put it on there, uh, I'll give it to you for free. Pat McAfee show, Ian Rappaport, uh, talking about uh, offensive coordinator uh, Eric Bieniemy for the uh, Kansas City Chefs, says supposedly the Washington Commanders uh, and Baltimore Ravens are two teams to watch. What, 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 what does that mean? Are they interested? Are they not interested? Are they contacting him? Is he going to get an interview? Two teams to watch. You talk about saying absolutely nothing and trying to get credit for it. Meanwhile, Eagles offensive coordinator Shane Steichen is set to interview for the Colts open job on Saturday. You know, 
I know they're allowed to do it this first week before the Super Bowl. They are allowed to do it. But if I'm an Eagles fan, I don't like that. And if I'm the Eagles bosses, I'm I'm not allowing it. I'm just, I'm just not. I, I don't know if they have a right to, to know. Uh, I mean, they are under contract, so I would think they would. But you're telling me that the guy who's in charge of setting up the offense for the Super Bowl a week from now is now also spending time preparing for his interview that's not, that's not like you and I going to Burger King and asking for an overnight job here. I mean, you have to prepare. You got to get an idea of who the Colts have on offense, what they like to do, what personnel they have, who the assistant coaches are, what your plans are for their personnel. That, that, that takes a lot of time and effort in order to impress somebody with an interview. Again, you're not, you're not just walking in there saying, hey, yeah, hi, how you doing? Uh, I want to be head coach. Where do I apply? You know, you, you got to spend a lot of time. I mean, time that should be spent preparing for the Kansas City chefs, not not the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, can you do two things at once? Uh, I know my wife can't, so I, I don't know if Shane's any better than my wife, but, uh, you know, it's hard enough getting my wife to do one thing, let alone two things at once. I, I would not... Uh, I wouldn't like it if I'm an Eagles fan. And I just I just wouldn't. You know what? Wait a week. Wait, wait a freaking week. Uh, I'm sorry. If you can't wait a week, then uh, Colts people, then you don't want the guy. You know, man, man, put a moratorium on this stuff. Maybe that's the only other thing, right? You can't talk to free agents until the month after the Super Bowl because the new league starts in March, March 15th. So make it the same thing for head coaches. Put everyone on an even keel. You can't hire any head coaches once the season ends. You have to wait until after the Super Bowl. Case closed. Everybody. Why can't you do that if you think these guys are getting the, the short staff to, by them going to the Super Bowl, which they probably are? You know, just just you know, put a cap on it, just like they do everything else. No reason for that, right? And you got the dopey Raiders. Last one here real quickly before we get to our parlays. Derek Carr. He's talking at the uh, the pro game. Who knew the pro game skills competition was last night? Did you? I didn't until I turned my TV set on. I thought it was a replay of like two years ago. So they have the skills competition on a Thursday night when no one's paying attention. And then they have this, the, the, the uh, flag football game on a Sunday. So they can afford it to do something that absolutely nobody cares about. Nobody and they're having it go Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Good gravy. So you got Carr speaking at the Pro Bowl. Says he's not willing to change his date. He's owed $40 million February 15th. Which is interesting because uh, trades and everything can't be made until the new year kicks in. So they're kind of stuck, right? I mean, I don't know what they're going to do. Leave it to the Raiders to have this up. They're going to cut this guy and get nothing for him. You wait and see. They're going to get absolutely nothing for one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Wow. All right, opposite picks and then all our open parlays and our uh, pyramid plays coming up right here on Sports Good Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, yeah. 
SLLs know what that music means. Time to take out those padded pencils, get set for the fastest, and more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio, Opposite Picks. What are Opposite Picks, you newbies ask? Well, we give you seven games, 7,000 reasons why we like one side, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, injury reports, weather reports, systems, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas. Ah, a little slip-up yesterday as we had a good day picking games. Went just 2-5 and five going opposite, minus 350. So our total now is 86 up, 83 down. Uh, six pushes, uh, minus 360 on a money line if you're a $100 player. Here we go. First of seven NBA games. We're going to start with the Detroit laying one versus Charlotte. Two god-awful teams for sure. Two advantages, though, for the Pistons. They're the home team, and they didn't play last night. Hornets did play in Chicago. They got drilled. That's two big notches for Detroit. Generally don't recommend playing the Pistons here, but you know what? Because of that, at home, love Detroit here and pick them. Uh, give me uh, Charlotte plus the one. Pick number two, Sacramento now laying three at Indiana. You know, Pacers lost a gut-wrenching game last night against the Lakers. Game they were leading the whole way, double digits, fourth quarter, and they blew it. I don't know how much they're going to have left for a young and improved Kings team that feasts on mediocre clubs like Indiana. Love Sacramento. There's a reason why this line jumped from two to three overnight. Love the Queens here. Uh, give me uh, Indiana plus the three. Pick number three, Washington laying four versus Portland. Red Hot Wizards back in action. A sentence you don't hear very often, but yeah, the Wizards are red hot. Six straight wins. They're back home from a four-game undefeated road trip, ready to rock and roll. They're going to beat up on Portland. Love Washington here. Uh, give me Portland plus the four. Pick number four, Toronto laying seven and a half at Houston. You know, next to last game of a monster seven-game road trip for the Raptors, they're 2-3 and three so far. Not bad, but they finish it up at Memphis on Sunday. So they need to win here to salvage a 3-4 and four trip. You know, that's a heck of a lot better than going 2-5, and five, assuming they're going to lose at Memphis. Uh, a concentrating Raptors team, way too much for a Rockets team. That's 4-20 and 20 in its last 24 games. Love Toronto here. Uh, give me Houston plus the seven and a half. Pick number five, Philadelphia laying 10 at San Antonio. You know, I'm betting against the Spurs every game. They're a complete train wreck. Just absolute, just giving up on the season. Tank mode. They've lost seven in a row, 11 of 12. They aren't covering games either. Two and eight against the spread their last 10 games. Eight of their nine losses have come by nine points or more. Love Philadelphia here laying 10. Uh, give me San Antonio plus the 10. Pick number five, or pick number six, Minnesota laying five uh, versus Orlando. You know, Magic get up for the big teams. We saw that against the Celtics. We've seen it against the 76ers, but they're pretty much duds against everybody else. Teacups have to win this game. They're fighting for a playoff spot. They got Rudy Gobert back. They are playing well, 12 and five. Their last 17 games, they're at home, and they're only laying five to a basically last place Orlando team. Uh, give me Orlando plus the five. 
Pick number seven, Utah laying a point and a half versus Atlanta. Jazz still aren't getting much respect for the boys in Vegas. I mean, how else can you explain them only being a point and a half home favorite over a Hawks team that's just 26 and 26, 13 and 15 on the road? Jazz 18 and 9 at home, 5 and 2 their last seven. They're playing good ball. Again, they're at home. Love Utah here at basically pick them odds. Uh, give me uh, give me Atlanta plus the uh, one and a half. Opposite pick, seven-pack All-NBA. Charlotte plus one at Detroit. Indiana plus three against Sacramento. Portland plus four against Washington. Houston plus seven and a half against Toronto. Uh, San Antonio plus ten against Philadelphia. Orlando plus five against Minnesota. And uh, the Atlanta Hawks plus one and a half against the Utah Jazz. Opposite picks for a Friday, February 3rd. Good luck, folks. And there you go. And uh, we'll uh, post those as we always do on the front page of the website, oppositepicks.com. Uh, once the show is over, give me a couple of minutes. And uh, I normally do that uh, basically right away. So uh, there you go. All right. So we got our opposite picks in. How about our open parlays? Ah, yes, 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 yes. Uh, we did pretty well last night. Well, uh, with one of them anyway, the main one. Uh, we got screwed with the Indiana one. You know, uh, you know. I'll, I'll start with that one. It's funny. Yesterday, Indiana was getting a point and a half against the Lakers. And if you listen to the show when we ran down the the open parlays, I said, you know, we could take Indiana plus the point and a half. Uh, we were going to risk twenty five to win twenty two dollars, but eh, you know, what are the chances of Indiana losing by one? We might as well just take them on the money line, which was even twenty five to win twenty five, right? And, and we we brought it up. It's like, man, what are the chances? What are the chances of the Pacers losing by just one? Yeah, they lost by one last night. Son of a, you know what? If we would have taken them plus the one and a half, we would have been a winner. Albeit 22 bucks, not 25. Instead, we took them on the money line. They lose by one, and, and we're a loser. So we got to come up with a, a, another underdog. Our regular one, though, that we got lucky. So unlucky with Indiana, you know, lucky with Milwaukee rallying from 21 down. So you take the good with the bad. We had the Bucks on the money line last night, laying a buck seventy-six, uh, $239 to win $136. We win. Cha-ching, cha-ching. So now we're up to $375 as we enter leg number four of our six-leg open parlay. So let us see if we see anything we like tonight in college basketball. Don't think so. You got a lot of close games, some good games to watch, but nothing I really want to risk putting our uh, three winners on the board. Um, how about Nevada? Uh, they're 11-0 at home. Uh, they're going to be a monster favorite, though, right? Let's go to the, uh, the college basketball board. Let's see what we got. Um, Nevada at home against Air Force. They are a 690. Mm. What do we have to play with? Uh, $375, Scott. All right, 300, just, uh, let's see. $375 at minus 690 would get us 54 bucks. All right. I mean, it's, it's not great, great, but okay. I could see Boise State winning at San Diego State, so I don't trust that one. St. Louis VCU, pick them. Yeah, nothing else there. How about let's just flip over to the NBA. I do like Sacramento, but not enough to uh, risk our, our, our winnings here. Washington, same thing. I like them, but I, I want a sure thing. Celtics laying 450 at home against Phoenix. 
This Phoenix team's a weird team, though. You know, they're so up and down, and they were god-awful down last time, lost by 30 to Atlanta. So I don't I don't trust the Celtics. I tell you, Minnesota really should beat Orlando. Right? I mean, I mean it is the magic. How about the, you know, the Rockets have won two in a row. Philadelphia minus five to one at San Antonio. 375 on uh, the uh, 76ers would net us 75 bucks. Which team do you have more faith in on the road? Philadelphia at San Antonio or Toronto at Houston? Houston has won two in a row. This is the fifth game of their six-game road trip for Toronto. Uh, the Spurs are just awful, though, Scott. They're, they're just but five to one. Yeah, we could win seventy-five on. Let's throw the Celtics out. We're not gonna. I, we don't trust them. I don't want to put the black cloud on them. We could win fifty-four on Nevada, seventy-five on Philadelphia, or one hundred and twenty-five on Toronto at Houston. Are the Rockets really going to win three in a row? Uh, you know what? Let's go conservative. Let, let's uh, we we need a winner. It's not a lot. Let's go Nevada. They're undefeated at home, eleven and zero. Air Force stinks. Three and five on the road. Twelve and eleven overall. Uh, you know, I, I I can't see them losing this game. So it's not going to net us much, but that's okay. Uh, we'll, we'll get it up there, and we need to win some uh, some of the stuff anyway. So let's grab um, Nevada, three hundred seventy-five bucks on Nevada at minus uh, six fifty to win fifty-seven dollars and sixty-seven cents. We'll just say fifty-seven dollars. So there you go. Uh, let me write this down, Nevada. Minus, what are they? Six fifty. That's generally the limit of where we'll go. But Air Force three seventy five to win. What's it say? Fifty uh fifty eight bucks. Fifty eight dollars. Boom. We're at that's uh, leg number four. We'll take it. You know what? And again, as we always say, you know, if you start the sentence with "I only won." Then it's a pretty good sentence. So we'll start it with I only won uh, 58 bucks. Okay. Because I somehow or another, I could just see it's just it's Philadelphia. I don't like betting on these road NBA teams. Uh, you watch so one of the Spurs or Rockets so somewhere along the line is going to win uh, tonight. One, one of those two. So we'll go conservative. All right. How about an underdog uh, upset winner for our underdog open parlor? We got to start a new one. Quarter of a unit, 25 bucks. Let's see, let's see. Let's go to one of those close games. Maybe VCU uh, at St. Louis. Um, I kind of like Boise State, but I, I won't go there. Won't put the black cloud on them there. Uh, I'm thinking uh, VCU at St. Louis. Both eight and two. Both really good teams. NBA. Anything uh, crazy NBA for the underdog? I like really all the favorites. So, um, no, I don't know. We'll do VCU. How about that? Virginia Commonwealth, uh, 25 bucks at plus 125. I'm going to write this down. VCU plus 125. Risk 25 to win 31 uh, at St. Louis. At St. Louis, uh, good game and uh, good game in the uh, in the A10. 
There you go. All right, that's so we're in the bag. All right, our pyramid plays. Uh, we went 3-0 last night. Uh, we hit with Hofstra over Towson. They won by four. We hit with Dallas. The line was four and a half when we uh, did it in the morning. I could only give you the line that we had, and that's what it was. I know it bumped to five, but, uh, you know, we got it at four and a half. What can I tell you? So that's a winner. And then we hit with our over props, 52 and a half points, rebounds, assists for Luca, uh, which he, um, let me, you know what? Let me just double check, uh, that I know he was on pace. I know he got hurt. I know he left the game. And I'm almost positive he got that, but just uh, let me double check. Uh, Luca, hell, maybe he didn't. 31 points, eight rebounds, and how many assists? Eight and four. No, he didn't. 31, 39, 43. No, we got screwed because he left the game. Uh, he was well on pace. So, but, all right, so we went two and one. So we hit with Hofstra, hit with Dallas, and then we lost, uh, unfortunately, with, uh, with Luca. Tonight, best college basketball play. Uh, I like Boise State with the points, uh, plus six at San Diego State. I don't know if they would necessarily win outright, but you know that that's for first place. Mountain West, both two really good teams, both the one on the road. Should be a low-scoring game, so I, I like them plus six. NBA, I like Sacramento laying the three at Indiana. I think uh, the Pacers, after blowing that game last night, are just going to be emotionally shot. And then best prop. I tell you what, Damian Lillard's been on fire. Uh, over 32 and a half points, uh, Damian Lillard for Portland tonight. Uh, he's hit 40 points in, in like every other game he's played over the last uh, three weeks. So over 32 and a half points, Damian Lillard. And there we go. No hockey tonight, obviously, with the All-Star break. I will close up shop next. Opposite pick, Sports Good Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, welcome back. It is Opposite Picks right here on SportsGrid Radio. You know, we've limited our Opposite Picks to uh, to NBA with last week or so just because NBA is just impossible to pick. Just, just impossible. So... Uh, but I do like to look at some of these college basketball lines. I'm looking for more games like we had last night with Eastern Washington, you know, uh, being the best team uh, on the road and only a small favorite. But I don't really see any tonight. You know, you can't press the issue. It's either got to be there or it's not there. But I don't see anything, uh, you know, Siena late four and a half in Manhattan. Nah, uh, that, that's not really uh, anything crazy. Um, you got Kent and Akron, but they're both eight and one. UNLV is a good home team. So, yeah, so we don't really have a classic opposite pick in college basketball tonight. But I do want to co- continue with that and, and uh, keep close eyes on uh, stuff like that. Uh, I started doing my NHL over-unders for the second half of the season. FanDuel is offering up point totals, over-unders. And uh, the ones I like so far, Carolina over, New Jersey Devils over, Toronto Maple Leafs, believe it or not, over. Unders, I have two so far. I've just done the Eastern Conference. I'll do the Western Conference tonight, and I'll do those, uh, and I'll announce the, what we like uh, on uh, in-play sports tonight. Like the Flyers under. Uh, right now, they only have 51 points. They're asking for 29 more in 31 games. They're in tank mode. Uh, they got a tough, tough schedule. So we're going to go under Flyers. And then the, one, uh, the best one of all of them so far is Columbus. They need 24 points in 31 games, which doesn't seem like a lot, and it isn't, but they only have 13 home games left, 18 on the road. This team has four road wins all year. 
I mean, how many of those 18 games do you really think they're going to win? Uh, you know, two, three, may, maybe, maybe four. I don't see them getting 24 points in 31 games. And they got a tough schedule as well. Uh, so far, that is the best play on the board under Columbus Blue Jackets. All right, good job by everyone. We'll do it all again tonight on In Play Sports Tonight. Enjoy the rest of your day.